Social Mediators on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM, where we examine the truth disparity between what's in social media and what's actually true. I'm Jillian Parks. And I'm Garrett Goolsby. And we are back after a week off. We took a week off because Garrett died. Yep, pretty he much. He died. He, his, his voice gave out and he sounded like a 75-year-old smoker named Deborah. Mm-hmm. And it was, I didn't want to put you guys through that. So I'm I thought honestly, about doing you. it. It might have been kind of fun. Garrett was very much on board with still doing it. And he was like, we can just warn them and i was like i don't think warn them. i don't think our seven fans are going to want to hear that you know one of them might which one i don't <laughs> your know your mom <laughs> my mom uh, my mom doesn't listen to the show really <laughs> i don't know my some of my family do. does shout out mom and dad Yay, they definitely moms. listen they always like text me like love the show this week it's literally the i'm not sure of my week. Uh, mom text me if you're listening <laughs> yeah hey mom if you, if you can hear this text me this number combination no i'm joking don't actually do that mm. um but yeah, so how are you doing, Garrett? Uh, you know, I'm doing pretty good. It's almost spring break. We're ready for spring break. I'm that's so, for sure. So, so ready for spring the break. The weather got warm here for a few days, the and weather. that was like the greatest thing ever. That was the greatest I, thing ever. I think I just about died with happiness. I think I also died with happiness. I wore a skirt for a few days, which was really nice because I haven't gotten to wear a skirt in a while. I busted out the short shorts. Oh. <sighs> it was a time. You guys are lucky this isn't a video thing. Oh, Radio I only. think you're unfortunate, in fact, short that you did not get to a- witness... Short shorts are terrifying. No, they're not. They're wonderful. They're terrifying. Men should wear short shorts. No. Yes. Okay, we're going to have to agree to disagree on this because I will never you will never change my mind. Okay. Okay, cool. Let's we're today we're going to be talking about Russia and Ukraine. Not short shorts. Obviously. That's a ne- that's another episode for yeah, another I time. I feel like they're both pretty prevalent on social media though. Yeah. Yeah. Um social media had some Ukrainians wearing short shorts. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know, do they? I don't know. Um We should ask. But are we ready to talk about are we ready to talk about Russia and Ukraine? I think so. I mean, it's very sad, but it's yeah. extremely sad. But also, there's a lot of politicians on Twitter, and so they were very helpful in helping me understand what happened. Thanks, politicians. Okay. So the first tweet I saw—that's not even true. It's not the first tweet. It's one of the thirty-five thousand, and it was. Let me find it. Oh, do you want to hear a fun fact? Oh yeah, I, I love that? fun facts. Um, guess who donated ten million dollars to Ukraine to fight against Russia? Who? Leonardo DiCaprio. Good for DiCaprio. His um grandma is Ukrainian. Oh. So he and he didn't even make a big He always deal struck about me it. as vaguely ethnically ambiguous. Yeah, he's funky and fresh. Yeah. So shout out to Leonardo DiCaprio Good if you're listening DiCaprio. to this. We're a fan. We love Leonardo. Um so basically this tweet says the last time Kamala Harris went to Europe, she met with Zelensky and gave a speech declaring Ukraine should join NATO. Russia invaded four days later, declaring Ukraine joining NATO a direct threat to them. So that's mm. what I know. Thanks, Kamala Harris. Um, that's not all I know. I know other things too. But that's that's, um, that's like the catalyst of all of this is a good old political alliance that we learned about in high school theater. Um, theater? Theater? High school history. You learned about that? You learned no. about, did you talk about NATO in high no. school theater? No, no, no. High school history. Oh, that's exciting. That's so weird that I did that. Um, we also, I also learned a little about bit about how Poland's involved. You know about Poland? Yeah, a little bit. So Poland basically um, got U.S. planes instead of old Soviet ones. Um, and they're assisting the Ukraine. I keep saying the Ukraine. I don't the know why Ukraine. people do that. Um, assisting Ukraine with um, without being like part of the armed supplies to yeah. the country. We're so, part of the, or a link in the chain. So that's, that's pretty interesting. And also a lot of people, a lot of Twitter is people calling for... The way that Twitter wants to solve this is by is economic sanctions, which I think makes sense. I wasn't like surprised at that, but it's a lot of people being like, 
email your favorite company and tell them to pull out of Russia. Um, and I saw this one tweet that was really interesting. It was like um, the amount that Joe Biden is pouring into like economic sanctions and like punishing Russia. It does not even hold a candle to the amount that he's paying for oil from Russia. Um, and then the the thesis of the tweet was like um, open back up domestic oil, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um and then he's also blaming high gas prices on Russia when it's... Do you know up. anything about kind of what's going on with the oil and gas no. in the recent days? No, let's table that and okay, we will talk, talk about, about that, that too. Um, it's a very... Oh my goodness, don't get me started. Anyways, continue. Yeah, so Ukraine is on the 14th night of war last night is yep. what it says. Um, Two weeks. They've, I think there's also 14 missiles that have been... Is it 14? Sounds about right. Um, I think it's also 14 because I remember seeing 14 twice. Um, and that Russia has destroyed a total of 61 hospitals in Ukraine. Wow. Yeah, um, I believe that. And that recently there was a children's hospital and a maternal hospital involved in that, um, which is really, really sad. And then here's this little tweet that I saw that made me giggle a little bit, but also what? NATO may refuse to impose a no-fly zone in Ukraine, but McDonald's just imposed a no-fry zone in Russia. <laughs> So I think McDonald's pulled out of Russia. I don't actually know if that's true, but I think so. The Russians are going to be sans McDonald's for a time. Whatever shall they do? Apparently Britain's also involved because British authorities seized 56 million private, a $56 million private jet used by a billionaire oil oligarch Mm. from Russia, which cool. And then apparently even China's unsettled. (laughs) According to Twitter, China's unsettled by all of that. And probably because... Russia and China are similar in that way. And they're like, oh, no, it would be nice. I don't know that China is particularly unsettled by this. Mm, that's their words, not mine. Um, not China. We'll talk about China because there's some interesting Yay. things to think about with China. Um, oh, there's also like the big, do you want to hear it? It's called, they keep calling it like that darn American deep state. And it's like a oh, hashtag yeah. conspiracy theory. Are we you ready? We love our, our conspiracy and theories. It's, um, basically, the Secretary of State, Victoria Newland admitted on camera that the U.S. has biolabs at its... Uh, they have established in Ukraine um, and that Russia has been saying for seven years that America has lethal bio labs in Ukraine. So there are some people that are taking this and saying that like the invasion is not about NATO at all. It's about the bio labs. Um, and that's why the U S is like kind of involved, kind of not um, because they're trying to protect that. So we got some strange funky it's science not, experiments going on. It's not and... 14 missiles. I'm a liar. It's a, it's 710. Oh, that's that's a lot so more than 14. The difference between 14 and 710 is quite a bit. Could you do the subtraction? No, for us don't ask quick? me. A okay. 696. There you go. <sighs> Look at you. Wow, did y'all hear that? That mental math that just like ravaged my brain. I don't know if y'all could hear it, but I could actually hear her heart beating faster <laughs> when that happened. The panic on her face. For for those of you that terrifying. are just listening and can't see what I'm seeing, I was, it was so a, afraid. A stricken look of pure panic. No, literally. Um, and then there's the Leonardo DiCaprio thing I already told you about, right? Yes. Oh, and then also, a minute ago, somebody tweeted one minute that not a minute ago when I screenshotted the tweet, it was oh. a minute ago that Ukraine had appealed to Russia for a ceasefire because a power line to Chernobyl nuclear power plant was attacked. Yes. And they need to repair it. That did happen. Isn't that terrifying? The power is out at Chernobyl right now, Uh, which is very bad. That's the scariest thing I ever heard Um, in my life. Yeah, there's some pretty serious potential consequences for that. We'll talk about those in a second, too. Yes. And then also this tweet I liked. Um, It said, Ukraine is the graveyard of Putin's imperial ambitions. The the Russian army's catastrophic losses in just 12 days have shattered the myth of Russia as a military superpower, while their war crimes have sickened global audiences and turned the country into an international pariah. I liked it because it's more optimistic than what I'm getting on in the news and everything, which is just like 
And then also one interesting thing. I don't know if you're going to believe me, but this is true. Okay. On TikTok, there's a lot of Ukrainians that are like going home, like like what? leaving Ukraine because we're about to be invaded. Like they film TikToks while they're while they're leaving Just, uh, their casually their fleeing my homeland. Their war torn country. They're leaving and they're like filming TikToks. People may uh, what? But obviously there are Ukrainians with phones, so it's not like that surprising. But I would yeah, just yeah. But of all the times to film a TikTok. Not then, but Fleeing also... Fleeing one's homeland is pretty low on the list in my mind. All the comments are like, let them cope however they want to cope. Anyway, uh, um, that's all that I got from social media, which I That's not how you cope, is it? No. Okay. Fleeing? Fleeing your homeland and no, making a TikTok like, about it? No, I like journal. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if I... That's... I feel so like So if America gets invaded, we're going to get like a 10-page letter from Jillian. We're going to get an essay uh, and okay. a memoir collection, actually. What's like, are, are you going to be angry? Are you going to be... What, I'm gonna what's be the like tone of it? going to be like nostalgic. I actually am not afraid of death. Okay. Are you afraid of death? I mean, not really in the sense that I'm a Christian and I yeah, know where exactly. I'm going when I die. But, but also just like, it's, I don't know. I'm not like looking for it. You yeah, know? fair enough. I'm not like trying, but like if it comes, it comes. Yeah, I'm also not going to be fatalistic about it. Like I'm going to do what I can to s stay alive if I can. Yeah, but I also, when it comes to like adrenaline, I, between fight or flight, I'm freeze. You just, you I just, just stand there? Yeah. It's bad. So if you're about to get hit by a car, you're not about to like super speed get out of the way. No. You're just gonna stand there and be like, "Hit me, car." I'm not insurance time. I'm not insurance time. Um, this bad. is the social mediators on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I'm Julian Parks, and I'm Garrett Goolsby. We're currently talking about Russia and Ukraine. Do you want to correct what I said or add things to what I said? Or? Uh, yeah. I mean, okay. Cool. So we're gonna back kind of way up, oh. talk about Ukraine and Russia from Ukraine. a little bit of a historical perspective, so Exciting. That we, so that we get some context. So historically, Ukraine has been kind of in and out of being a part of Russia. Sometimes yeah. they have been, sometimes they haven't been. Uh, it has its own unique language and culture, but lots of Ukrainians speak Russian and are from Russia. Cool. Um, in the 19th century, Russia made an effort to purge its society of all Ukrainian culture. At the time, Ukraine was basically part of Russia. So mm -hmm. they tried to get rid of all the cultural U Ukrainian stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, they didn't like that, believe it or not. Um, anyways, lots of back and forth, lots of war. They've been going at it for a long time, yeah. suffice it to say. Uh, Ukraine declared independence from Russia in 1918. So they're like, oh. we're doing our own thing. Uh, but then they became members of the Soviet Union in 1922. So not that long after. Exactly 100 years ago. Uh, yeah, exactly. So ironic, right? Crazy. Anyways. Soviet Union, they're part of the Soviet Union until about 1991 when the Soviet Union just collapsed, right? Cool. And now Ukraine is back to being its own thing. It's independent. Uh, and this like kicked up the whole like rebirth of culture and their language and everything. So all the Ukrainians are like, yay, proud to be Ukrainian. Yay. Um, so that's where we were until in recent years, right? Vladimir Putin has started to make threats about taking Ukraine back to be a part of Russia. And, you know, the thing about having a president like Vladimir Putin, who has been in office for a long time, uh, like yep. 20 plus years at this He's point. He's oscillated between being president and prime minister, but still holds the power either way. Yes. I he, was an AP comparative there government. There you go. <laughs> um, but he's been in power for a long time, which means that his goals are much more like long term and reach way further back in the past. Mm -hmm. So he's, you know, he's made a lot of speeches about like, you know, he wants Russia to return to what it used to be. It's old yeah. glory, the old empire, right? Um, okay, so here's what's going on right now. Okay, I'm ready. Russia has invaded Ukraine, shelling major cities. There's something like 13,000 people have died. Mm. Uh, over 2 million people are displaced from their homes. Yes, um, some of them are on TikTok. Yep, <laughs> apparently. Yeah. About $10 billion worth of property damage has Jeez, occurred, please. with much more to come, especially with the whole Chernobyl thing. So what's happened there... Yes, please tell um, me, because I was confused. Right, so power is out in Chernobyl, which is bad. Russia... Russian troops have taken over the plant. 
um, and actually forced workers in the plant to film a propaganda video for them, um, which apparently it wasn't very good. But anyway, have you seen the video? I just heard about it. Can I, you I see didn't it? Actually, well, I could probably find it, but okay, it'd cool. be kind of difficult. Yeah, I see. Um, anyways, so the problem with that, if that's <laughs> not abundantly clear, is that power plants are off and whatever's cooking in those nuclear power plants can start to leak out. Yeah. Um, and while it seems like, okay, a little if a little bit leaks out, no big deal, this stuff can carry in the air for a long way. So we're talking about like consequences for people all the way up in like Belarus and Latvia. So like way north, mm-hmm. um, this can this could be a problem for a lot of people mm-hmm. if this starts if the leakage starts to occur. We're just kind of in limbo right now, yeah. Um, because you know the the power went out. I think maybe yesterday, two days ago, hasn't been that long. Um, so anyways, one problem: lots of Russian people could care less about restoring Russia's empire. They don't yeah. want this to happen. So the figure I last heard was that about 3,000 people had been arrested. Uh, in Russia? In Russia for protesting the war. It's probably Kings. more by now. That was a number I heard a few days ago. And wow. they're basically just up in arms like, guys, we don't want this. Yeah. Can we stop doing this? Please stop. <laughs> uh, and the Russian police is literally just arresting them. They even passed, mm. I think, an emergency law that said like anybody who's speaking out against... Uh, the war is going to get something like 15 years in prison. All right. Uh, so some major, major scary stuff going on there. Um, anyways, what else is important? So yeah. The wh- oil and gas thing, do you want to talk about that? Uh, I'll get to that last. Okay. Um, okay, so why is he doing this? You know, kind of what's what's the kind of right now motivation, mm-hmm. right? Because I mean, you can look at, oh, restore the old empire, but that doesn't really seem like why, like, why now? Conspiracy theories about the labs. <laughs> That's funny too. I, yeah, have you not I didn't heard hear those? anything about that. I think it's like deep state stuff. I think it's Twitter stuff specific. It's Makes like sense. conspiracy stuff that Makes only sense. I I am privy to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's why people think this is happening now. You mentioned NATO, right? So Ukraine has been kind of waffling on whether or not they want to join NATO for a while now. Mm-hmm. They're kind of back and forth. They're like, oh, it would be good for us, but uh, Russia really doesn't want Ukraine to join NATO because all of the countries uh, west of Ukraine are NATO countries. Right. So if Ukraine becomes part of NATO, Russia doesn't have like that buffer between them mm-hmm. and their enemies anymore. So right. that's kind of why Ukraine is so important to Russia is it gives them just like a little, you know, a, a little barrier between them yeah. and all these people. So that they're not bordering countries that are really not on their side. Um, so, you know, Ukraine starts to look at very seriously at joining NATO and Vladimir Putin's like, nah, that's no, that's not going to happen. No way. <laughs> Permission um, not granted. Exactly. So he storms in and we have what we have now. So Ukraine, they're in a tough spot, right? To say the least. At least I would say, you know, because yeah. on one hand, if they join NATO, it's going to be all out war. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, if they don't join NATO, they don't get help. Yeah. Okay. So messy situation. Um, presumably Russia's goal isn't going to be to like take over Ukraine and just make it part of Russia. Mm-hmm. What they'll probably wind up doing if this continues and the West doesn't, you know, interfere or anything is they will go in, take over Ukraine and then say, oh, we'll give you back your independence, but we get to pick your leader. Yeah. You know, so they just kind of establish a puppet state. So they're in charge, Ooh. but kind of like only by extension. Yeah. Um, And that gives them the protection that they want. Okay. So let's talk about the oil and gas oil thing and about and China gas. real quick. Um. So I believe it was yesterday, maybe two days ago, Biden declared that the U.S. would not be importing any more Russian oil. So they're, mm-hmm. they're trying to like 
basically he's trying to stick it to Russia and saying like, okay, we're not going to buy your oil. It's going to hurt you economically, right? Okay. Um, good and for him. No, it looks like, yeah, good for him. Here's the problem. Here's where China comes in. This is not going to hurt Russia one bit oh. because they're just going to turn around and say, hey, China, you want to buy our extra oil? And China's yeah. like, yeah, it makes oil cheaper for us, uh -huh. you know? This they're not they still have plenty of buyers for their oil without the US. Yikes. So while it seems like, oh, you know, Biden's really sticking it to the Russians by not taking their oil, Russia's just turning around and saying, Hey China, you know, do you want our oil? This, yeah. this it doesn't really in in a way, all it really does is hurt America because okay. our gas prices are going through, through the, the roof. roof. I heard a buddy of mine who's from California said gas prices wh where he lives Six. are up to nine bucks nine. a gallon. Yeah. People are just not leaving them. Yeah. Like you just don't leave your house at that point. It's ridiculous. So that's kind of why that's happening, right? We're mm -hmm. not, uh, and now I don't know what, you know, what Biden's thinking, but he's talking to other countries like Iran and Venezuela about yeah. getting more oil from them. Why not just domestic? Why are we not doing domestic? Because gas? there's the whole political idea right, right, of right. staying green and everything. We want the environmental <laughs> pollution to happen somewhere I know. else, you know? <laughs> so bizarre. In some totalitarian dictator country. Anyways. This kind of makes me sad as a Texan, you know? We could yeah. be drilling and doing well right now, but we're, but, but we're not. There's lots of oil in Texas. This is the Social Mediators on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. I'm Jillian Parks. And I'm Garrett Goolsby. And we're about to give a grade to the Ukraine-Russia situation yeah. that we went through. Do you have your grade? I think so. I have mine too. Mm -hmm. Ready? Three, two, one. B minus. Oh. I, I just, oh. to me, if they're like, you know, I... To me, it sounds like social media was pretty optimistic about Joe Biden and like what he's doing so far with the economic sanctions. They're not um, optimistic <laughs> about Joe Biden. Nobody is pro Joe <laughs> Biden on social media, actually. Um, really? They're optimistic about um, how everything's been going, like in terms of keeping them out. But I don't, I guess I don't really know anything but the social media. Yeah, side, fair so. enough. Um, but I feel like I had a pretty good, I feel like I, walked away from my little scroll that I did being like, okay, I kind of get this. Mm. And seeing people like on TikTok running away from it. Um, Scary. It makes it a little bit more real. Yeah. More like this is a okay, war that's happening to somebody humans that's going, you know, and not just like something day. you read about in a textbook. Yeah. I heard it. So one of the news stories that I saw that this is just kind of like, whoa, you know, I don't know, it kind of puts it in perspective. Um, there was a picture of some Russian soldiers walking up to this Ukrainian mm -hmm. lady, right? This old lady. And there's like a tank just rolling behind yeah. them. This, you know, this Russian unit has just swept, swept into this lady's city and mm -hmm. destroyed everything pretty much. And this old lady walks up to these Ukrainian soldiers and hands them packets of flower seeds. I saw that on social media. Yeah, he hands yeah. them packets of flower seeds. And the guy's like, what's this for? And she's just like, at least you'll make our country beautiful when you die. Jeez Louise. Yeah, and no, I, I saw that too. Whoa. But people were like championing that woman. They were no, like, that's, go queen. It was great. You no, know? isn't that cool? Good for her. My, uh, my chronically online segment for this week is actually connected to the Ukraine-Russia stuff. Interesting. Which is fun. Oh, we love um, when we can tie I it all together. I just want to read you a tweet and then I'll explain a little bit more. Oh no. From Union Jack 911 oh, has gosh. two comments and 12 retweets. What? Two? Says, Russia, you just destroyed a children's hospital in Ukraine. You are now the most hated country in the world. The whole world hates you. That to me is the most chronically online thing Wait, you could possibly do. Wait, he hates Ukraine? No, no, no. You bought they, like you just destroyed a children's hospital in Ukraine. You're uh -huh. now the most hated country in the world. Oh yeah, Russia. Um, I just think, and there was also a woman 
uh, like I think she, I presumably a celebrity. I've never seen her before, but mm. her video circulated. Who wrote slam poetry about what she would do if she was Putin's mother? And that what if she was Putin's mother? She was Putin's mom. He, he would know not to kill. Pretty people. sure Putin's mom's pretty dead. I know. I well, he probably killed his mom. The, I don't know. That's, the idea. The idea is like, if I was your mom, this wouldn't have happened. Oh, because yeah. you'd know how to love and like. <laughs> That's the most chronically like to sit there on social media and be like, Russia, stop. This hurts my feelings. You're hurting people. <laughs> like that is the cringiest outlook on life you can take rather than actually doing something. I'm glad like, you think so. Writing a poem and being like, if I was your mom, like that's what you did nothing. Mm. You did nothing. Nobody's life was saved. Nobody's life was changed. Yeah. Yeah. It's because I wasn't their mom. If I was Putin's mom, this yeah. wouldn't have happened. If I like, was Putin's what? mom, he wouldn't exist because also, I like, can't be a mom. True. So true. <laughs> but also, like, I think you can have good parents and still be a sociopath, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Probably. I don't, I don't, there's just like a disconnect there where people on the internet, because of the the validation they get from putting things out and people be like, this is so good, this is so good, they think then that they have all of this power to like put themselves in, in like international conflict and change the world by saying, Russia, we hate you. Oh, you yeah. know, duh, Putin does not ca care if you hate him. No. I guarantee you Putin is not losing sleep over Jack 911. No. Being like, please stop. Like it sucks. And it's good to like educate people by telling of like the horrific details. I'm not anti that at all. I think that's important um, to share on social media, but to like direct things to social media and then, or put things on the platform and direct them at Russia as if Putin's going to see him is absolutely ridiculous to me. Mm -hmm. Do you agree? Yeah, I don't think Vladimir Putin is scrolling through Twitter. No, I actually, I agree. To, to get his, like, to validate himself, you know? No, I don't think so. Um, do you have anything else to say? Mm, the world is pretty anti-Vladimir Putin at this point. Good. So if you feel the need to express any really anti-Vladimir Putin sentiments, um, been, get in line. Yeah, you've you know? already been beat. Uh, this is The Social Mediators on Radio Free Hillstow, 101.7 FM. I'm Jillian Parks. And I'm Garrett Goolsby. And we will see you next week.